Today is January 30th, and it is the voicemail episode. We're talking about whatever you would like us to talk about. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Talking Yanks. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from Bronx, the Bronx, New York. And I have my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Denver. And we're going to answer some of your voicemails and talk some Yankees. And this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Cody Hosey. <laughs> I didn't... Didn't realize that was a fun name until I said it. Cody Hosey, Alex Stepinski, Gannon, Gannon, Derek Bell, and Tom Cito. Those are our most recent Patreons. We appreciate them. If they want to be watching live right now, they can. We got the chat going. The crew's here. Mark, Bubak, Mangeface, Leone, all hanging out, Jake. How are you doing? James, brother of Luke, I'm doing well. Um, that yeah, was man. very loud. Happy, Whoa. uh, happy Thursday. Um, Thursday Eve excited for you. You got a little trip coming up. I'm, uh, I'm like, I don't know if I should be packing. I, I shouldn't be packing. I should be like throwing out shirts. Like that should be on my to-do list, but that's, that's been on my do to-do list for like a year. So I doubt that's happening this weekend, but um i'm good man i think uh you and i could say the same speech every day if we wanted like so geared up for spring training like just want it to happen and be here and then a week and a half after that happens we'll say okay give us the real thing yeah we can officially announce our trip our spring training trip that we're going on we're excited about it uh hope you guys are excited we will be at in tampa on the 18th 19th 20th and 21st of February. So that's cool. Excited about that. Uh, those are all workout days for the Yankees. And if you've heard us on the show talk about whenever someone asks what, what should we do at spring training, our answer has always been go to the workout days. The workout days are really fun. So we're going to the workout days. We're going to be doing, I don't know, as much as we can. Who knows? Then we're hopping in an RV. And we're living in an RV the entire time, and we're going all the way down to – we're going to 10 different stadiums. Uh, the, we'll see the Yankees on the road sometimes. We're going to uh, the Braves' new park, then the Rays, then the Red Sox park, then the Twins park, then the Orioles park, then the Pirates park, then the Phillies park, then back to Tampa on the 29th where we're hosting an event – uh, come watch the game with us. Sit in the nice bullpen deck on uh, the first base side. It's up top. Food, beers, wine, drink, nice food. Tickets are on sale. Shop.talkingyanks.com right now. Go get them. Hang out with us. Have some fun. Yeah, the t- the tickets are actually a really good deal. Like I, 
we went to spring training last year and we're like, yeah, you know, we'll, uh, we'll just buy some cheap ticks and walk around the stadium and do our thing. Uh, <laughs> the Tampa stadium's packed. So, uh, if you're going and the tickets through, are not cheap. Yeah, they're not very cheap. So if you're coming through, no, you know, no shots fired at the Tarpons uh, or whoever's resetting those prices because they pack the house. Uh, so if you're there, come through it. All you could eat, all you could drink. We're going to be having a good time. Uh, if you know someone that's going, let them know. Let them know. And we also will be doing a live podcast on the 19th somewhere in Tampa. Is that official yet? I don't know if that's official. We're we're gonna do a live show. I think the nineteenth. Um, we're uh, that that'll be coming out soon. I don't I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but we're gonna do the same thing we did in California. Pretty much, uh, we're gonna do a live show, but it'll be all Yanks, baby, because we're in Tampa, uh, and that's gonna be a blast. So that'll that'll be a follow up announcement to the announcement announcement. Cool. Yeah. So go get tickets for the game. In spring training, hang out with us. We'll be there. It'll be a blast. Jake and I will be coming off 10 days in an RV, so we'll probably be pretty Looney Tunes for you guys. That'll be fun. Uh, all right, Jake. I mean, we got voicemails. Anything else going on in your mind? I'm, I'm leaving for Savannah to, mm. tomorrow morning. The so Savannah if Cashman, banana. If Cashman can just guarantee not to make noise over the course of the next couple of days, like, yeah. you know, don't try to overshadow the Super Bowl cash. And all of MLB, the, this Mookie Betts trade, don't do it. Just wait it out. Let football have its weekend. That's not a bad call, actually. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm phones away. And so They'll probably do that. I, unless it happens tomorrow, I think MLB will let everyone know, like, hey, nothing till Monday. They might try to challenge a Super Bowl. I mean, that would... If it's the Red Sox... I think the, I think MLB is smarter than that. If it's the Red Sox, they might want it to go happen during the Super Bowl so it gets overshadowed if they trade Mookie. Right. I think MLB plays the trump card there. I think they say, no, you cannot tell. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. They're all the Mookie trades are heating up. Which is good for the Yankees because that means they're not trying to win this year. And the Yankees are primed to win. And man, this this sounds maybe like the dumb Yankees podcast statement, but dude, I, Mookie is Mookie. Um, he's an awesome player. He's had one crazy year. He's had a, you know really solid good years around that. I mean, he's a he's a top five baseball player. I'm not gonna shit on Mookie. I think Don't Price. I would Price would be a bigger loss for them. Just they don't have pitching as is, and if they lose their 170 David Price innings, like they've got nothing. You can find bats that play at Fenway. Like if if they lose both of them, I mean, damn. David Price isn't more important than Mookie, but they have no pitching. Yeah, I think you know they trade Mookie. It's a rebuild year, and JD handcuffed him by not opting out. Yeah, kind of funny. Maybe Dombrowski, the GM, that does the same thing at every place he goes to. Uh, Unbelievable. Well, where's he now? With the uh, Pirates? No, he doesn't have a job. He's waiting for the next, like, dying owner that'll let him spend the last dime of his money and trade away every prospect. So they have a two-year window to win it, and if they win one, it's good. If they lose one, they're a mess afterwards. He does win, though. I mean, Every one stop. 
Yeah, he gets to play a video game. That's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Cher- the other Charrington went from went to the Pirates, right? Yeah, he was. He's been was gone for a little while. Says. He was at the Blue yeah, Jays yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good at developing prospects. So look for the Pirates to develop some prospects. Watch out for the Pirates in about five, six years. Keep an eye out. Let's get into the voicemails. Hey, boys, this is Tim from Chicago. Um, I just wanted to ask about, like, the Garrett Cole signing and stuff like that um, and how he relates to the Astros and possibly the sign stealing. So last year during when they were in the World Series, when Bregman hit that home run, he was standing up. He wasn't even smiling. He wasn't cheering at all. There's got to be a part of me that knows that he just wanted to get out. So I wonder what his whole take on this. I wonder if we'll ever find out. We probably won't. Um, and then the whole thing about um, how all these pitchers go to Houston and they get better and Bauer and the spin rate. And I just wonder um, if there's going to be some regression. I assume there's going to be some regression because he had an amazing year. Um, he's still going to be uh, like amazing. But I just want to know what you guys' take on it was. And the whole Boris hat thing at the end. He's like, I'm not part of the Astros anymore. I bet he just wanted to get his ass out of there. But all right, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you, Tim from Chicago. It, it's a good conversation because there are a lot of different elements to this. Like the the putting on the Boris hat, the Cole after they lost, he put on the Boris hat. He said, do I have to? I'm not an employee here anymore. The not celebrating when Bregman hit the home run. It, you can you can read into this and draw a really fun story. It's probably all just what that what I said reading into it and drawing a fun yeah. story, not anything. Because he could have just like Verlander could have called that home run and his face dropped because he was like, "How the fuck did you do that?" It could be yeah. anything, but it is fun to be like, "He wanted the hell out of there. He didn't like it there." I, I'll buy into that. Yeah, whatever whatever you want that spin zone to be. Well, we're open to whatever, but. Yeah, I think it's it's more likely to be fantasized at this point. Um, but hey, there uh there hasn't been a better weird move, whether whether it was stuff he knew or if it was, you know, what he was advised by Boris or whatever. That's actually a fun angle. If Boris told him like, hey, shit might rain down on the Astros, I would go Boris at. Uh which separate prob- yourself immediately. Which probably actually happened. Um and again, hey, you can fantasize that stuff. But I know you and I were a little freaked out when he did that. And now it's kind of like, that was a good move. <laughs> so uh, good good for Gareth. Um, is there an H at the end? No, right? Um, it's just my accent. No but uh, Garrett Cole, <laughs> Garrett Cole's bad year for the Yankees is going to be <laughs> like the best, best year we've seen from a pitcher in a long time. <laughs> Oh, Savvy's 2017 is pretty good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Garrett's so, like on a different level than that right now. Like Savvy kind of snuck up on people and he did put together an awesome season. But uh, I mean, Garrett's in a different world right now, man. Yeah. And there's the pine tar stuff and pitchers do improve when they go to Houston. The Yankees are also using pine tar. And if he wants to use whatever special pine tar he used in Houston, he'll probably be like, hey, can I use this stuff? So that'll be good. But, I mean, I, I like what this caller said. Don't expect the same better because he can he can regress, and I use air quotes, and still have a dominant, dominant year. His last year was amazing. Yeah, and I, I mean, think about everything. Uh, this is Brian Cashman's guy he's wanted forever. This is Garrett Cole in his prime 
he figured it out a little later in his career. And yeah, you could point to some Houston stuff too. Um, but you know, there's a reason we brought in Matt Blake. Um, Matt Blake. He he ties into this. He's he's supposed to you know make Garrett Cole's career extend as long as he can and and maximize his performance. So I mean, just if you're a stats person or if you're not, um, I mean, just look at Garrett Cole's strikeout numbers. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's it, it's unreal. There's like I I'm I'm gonna call us out on something we're going to say later this season. We're going to have we're going to have boring Garrett Cole games where it's like seven innings pitched, two hits, one run, 12 strikeouts. Like if the Yankees go up early in a Garrett Cole game, it's going to be boring. Like Savvy in 2017, you just like don't even watch that half inning. Savvy was excited cuz it was new though. Cole like we've seen him be lights out for the past couple years. Past two years, yeah. I mean, Seve's yeah. 2017. Yeah. If, if, if Cole does his 2017, if Cole does next year what Seve did in 2017, no one's going to be upset. No. no. They'll be like, yeah, that's why we got him. He's the best. He's the best. I mean, uh, to remind you, Seve in 2017 had 31 games started, 2.98 ERA. Yeah. So if Cole gives us that, Full season of starts under sub three ERA, we will all be ecstatic. He has three of those years to his name, and the last two years were those. He was two fifty ERA last year. What's more impressive to me, and I know wins don't matter, but the Astros won sixteen Garrett Cole starts in a row. Yeah, I mean, give me that. I don't care about individual analytics, but if the Yankees win. 16 Garrett Cole starts in a row, which they're not going to because that's fucking crazy. But, you know, just give me that. Every time he takes the mound, we're going to feel like, all right, we got this one. And that's going to be great. Stay healthy. Don't Jimmy, get hurt. Be good. Yeah. You know, well, I know you know this off the top of your head, but I'll just, I'll ask you facetiously. What was Araldis Chapman's K per nine last year? Uh, 14. 13.4. I'll take it. I'm giving myself you know, credit. Co- you know what Cole's was? 16. 13.8. Oh, um, cool. So picture Araldis Chapman who comes in, and if he strikes out the side, you're really not shocked. That's Garrett Cole like every inning. Um, it's it's going to be a treat to watch. And then midsummer, Royals, we go up eight in the second, and we're going to be like, boring. Boring. You know what I'm going to miss? Austin Romine hitting home runs when we play the Royals. Okay. I thought about Romine the other day, and I was like, oh, man, could miss him. That's why the Tigers got him. That's true. Look out, Tigers fans. Next voicemail. Hey, this is Jason from Brooklyn. First time, long time. Usually in the Patreon chat. I've been up for Patreon. Uh, I just, my question is about Hap. Am I crazy, or is Hap the best number five reliever in baseball? I understand that everyone kind of wants to move on to greener pastures, but is he really that bad of an option as their fifth starter? All right. Thanks, guys. No, we've kind of said this like time and time again. And, you know, we're, we're calling Hap a coin flip, which isn't great. You know, does he repeat last year or does he do what he did in September? Not even that because that was really good. But does he is he uh, sustainable as a fifth starter? 
coin flip, you and I. Like, I don't think a lot of people are saying, oh, it's going to be bad, guaranteed. I don't. I think there's more people saying that because that's kind of how fandom works in New York sometimes. You and I have been on the same boat. I mean, you defend Hap a little more than me, but we're on the same boat. Like, hey, as a number five, what what's the point in getting rid of him? Then you're like totally putting it in Gumby's hand. He's coming back from Tommy John, only had a couple starts. And then you're hoping Domingo is Domingo when he gets back. Well, who cares? Just put Hap there, and then you have two great safety nets. You use seven starting pitchers a season. The only way I'd trade Hap is if it's salary relief and the return is someone who helps us in 2019 right away. Yeah, I mean, if uh, don't get us wrong. If Hap's in that Arenado deal you're all dreaming about, we'll be more than fine with it. Uh, yeah, that, that's I not going to Shrug, shrug. That's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it was a bad season in baseball. Juice ball, blah, blah, blah. I, I you know, I can do all of that for you guys. Uh, could Hap be good next year? Yes, that's the part that people uh, seemingly are shocked by. Could Hap be bad next year? Absolutely. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I, well, I, I think we're going to find out cause right now it doesn't make sense cause we would have to either eat part of J Hap. Oh my God. Oh or my God. attach a prospect to him. And there's a chance he's good next year and you can never have enough starting pitchers. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just, you should, you should be indifferent about J Hap. If he's bad, try Monty out. If he's bad, uh, there should be help on the way. So it's it's a really a non-ish and that's the whole thing with with the Yankee fans right now. Yankee fans feed off having a problem and something to yell about and call Francesor and say, why are we throwing Jay Hap out there? Right now, our biggest problem is Jay Hap is our fifth starter, a guy that was what an all-star a couple years ago, and our first baseman. We've got two meatheads that have really performed, but they can't play defense. There's don't your be, problem. Don't be calling Ford a meathead. He is. Definition of. <sighs> Went to Princeton, dude. History major. Was in the lunch club. Smart as fuck. I think his dad worked there or something. Got him in. Oh, wow. Shots fired. Sorry. So you think he's dumb as rocks? Well, no. It's the J-Hap. There's a middle area, people. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Hap, how long do you think the leash will be? That's a, I think that's a better question. If he's the fifth starter, how long's his leash? Longer than like, people want. Six yeah, start? I, longer than you and I want as well, right? I mean, you just have to be real about it. I mean, the dude is a proven MLB veteran who is playing last year with a very clearly juice baseball who's a fly ball pitcher at Yankee Stadium. And dude, how many, like, at, I and there will be a day when we can do this soon and we can sick an intern on it. But I feel like there was so many J-Hap starts last year where I ended it with like, yeah, it was 5.1 and four runs, but it was so close to six and two. And I, I feel like I said that on repeat last year, and it was like, yeah, that ball got over the fence and it changed everything. So I don't know. I guess uh, we'll find out how true that is. We'll see where the ball's at. I mean, they're going to give J-Hap at least a month, um, unless it's oh, a at disaster. Least. I think they give him to the All-Star game because, l- let's be real, like they won 100-something games last year with Hap being bad all year or being not great all year, one of the worst starters in baseball all year. 
Yankees won a hundred and whatever games. So I think if he's eating innings, gets him five, like they're gonna just run him until Gumby's either lighting it up or Domingo's back. Well, I don't I'd rather not. If he's doing bad, give Gumby the shot. You guys know I like that kid. So but Yeah, I, I I'm I'm thinking a little earlier than you, because they do have Gumby there. Or in theory they should. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean J Hap, again, nobody cares about wins and losses anymore. J Hap was twelve and eight last year with a four nine one ERA. Bad ERA. It's not good. Next caller. I should I should butter knife his stats just to piss people off. Jakey butter knives. Hey guys, it's Boobuck. To the caller on the last episode about the the showering naked and that that was a weird question. Agreed. My thing I mean, don't most major league sports teams that have the money to make have, you know, multi million dollar facilities they don't have an open shower room with 30 showers, do they? I mean, I'm thinking they have, like, individual showers. Everybody just goes in, showers in their own little shower area, and that's, you're done. So whether you're naked or in, in swim trunks, I don't know. Now, that made me think of another thing from uh, the podcast, Bustin' with the Boys, Taylor Juan, Will Compton. Um... They had mentioned about uh, how many guys actually, when you walk into the shower room or when you're in the locker room, uh, do you look downstairs? There are other guys downstairs. You know, do you actually take a look at it? Just that, I'm just passing along information I heard from another podcast. That's it. Um, whatever. Peace, fellas. Okay, so was his question? Was there a question? I think the I think in the end is, do you look at other dudes' junk? If you're on a sports team, yeah. Answers, yeah, you glance at. It. Yeah, that's uh, that's team bonding. Kloof um, told us that the dudes who don't got a lot going on down there, yeah, usually get ahead of it. They pop a doc themselves, start of spring training, yeah. just hey everyone, open yeah. the towel. This is what I'm working with. Get your jokes in now, because I don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah, so yeah, you it's a good uh, move. The shower thing is interesting. It like, are there thirty shower heads set up in the Yankees locker? I'm gonna say there's ten. Okay, and it's kind of turns like veterans get dibs, or is it a race? I mean, you think about it, only probably like nine guys are showering after games. Uh, not nine, probably fifteen, fifteen, ten to fifteen. I think it's higher than that. I don't know. Like if you're if you're Ronald Trace and you don't you suit up but you don't play at all, you just sit it's on the bench. Spoonie showering shower afterwards. Spoonie showering. Good question. Because I had Dono showering the other day. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and if but you bring I also the had him just. Ho- I also I also had him just hosing off in the corner of his office. Pitchers is a real interesting one. I think Yankee Stadium does tours in the winter. I can go. Fi- I can go take a tour. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, I'll get back to you guys. Good on question? That one. Question mark? No, I don't know if this is a good question, but I always appreciate a Boobot call. Yeah. Okay. Do you ever think of Hook when you think of Boobock? The Boobox no. and Hook. No. They put you in the little box. They put scorpions in it. No. The Boobox. Oh, well, I think maybe you should adapt that. 
What's up, guys? Happy that you guys are going to be in the Bronx this year. That should make for some uh, very good content. Here's the, the main question, though. I'm setting the over-under at six trips to Yankee Stadium before Jake gets banned from Billy's. Uh, what are you guys going to take over-under? Let me know. Thanks. So the question is, how long until you get banned from Billy's? I mean, I, I think I'm closer to having it named Billy and Jake's than getting kicked out of there. We met with the owner of Billy's the other day. We're talking, friends with Billy's. Talked about doing some stuff. I could see, you know, in the in the film of my life, I could see Billy's be the serious launch of my dancing career. Oh, yeah. I think you might get kicked out of Billy's once. I mean, there's a sh there's a chance, but there's nothing a quick and honest apology can't get you past. Yeah, remember you got kicked out of uh, what was the place in the in uh, Milford? Stonebridge. Stonebridge. Yeah, that was that was a funny kick out. Jake was Stonebridge was this huge outside bar. There was like three different outside bars you can hang out with, and yeah, and they like it. It was tucked right next to a little river creek type thing. Yeah, and uh, late at night, do you mind if I tell the story? It's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's it's uh it's honest. I, Jake I was Jake was peeing. Apology. Yeah, didn't want to wait for the line for the porta potties, so he's just like back to the bar. You're tucked away enough for me. It was Pe raining out. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, the bartender just threw a wet rag at the back yeah. of your head, and it kind of stuck on the back of your. It was a good throw by him. It's Real a great toss by yeah, him. Yeah, wow, great toss by the bartender. I never thought. I watched the whole thing from a distance. Square in the back. And said, you're out of here. You can't be peeing in the bar. Right. And the whole time you were like, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'm out. You got me. <laughs> you know, uh, no, no fight here. I'm sorry. You got me. <laughs> that I was your speech the as they were walking you out. <laughs> yeah, I was on their side. Um, I'm, you got, I'm with you guys. You had to kick me out. <laughs> sometimes you got to know when you're in the wrong. Uh, it happened. I had to go, and I, I, I apologized the next time I was there. And you, you move on. So yeah, excited to have a couple. Uh, I'll have a couple one-two at Billy's this year. You think Billy's game. is the biggest chance of you hurting yourself, like you know, popping a hip on the dance floor? Ooh, biggest chance of injury in New York. No, I'd say it's it's us like doing doing a sport. Oh, okay, cool. When Those I dance, my hips just get tired. Those German Shepherd sports. hips. Yeah. But you're gonna yeah. age better than the German Shepherd. I would not count on it. All right. Hi, this is Dana from Brooklyn. Um, big fan. But the reason I'm calling is because I am a dentist, and you definitely got screwed over by the endodontist. The endodontist in Los Angeles should not charge you for a full root canal. They should charge you for what is called a pulpectomy. Um, so you can call them back and say, hey, you did not complete a root canal. You only completed a pulpectomy. Um, it should cost less than the root canal. So hope I saves you some money. Bye. <laughs> That is the best call of the offseason. Thank you very much, Dana. Jimmy, I, I love our callers. Call yeah. But that's the worst call we've ever had. That's a great call. She's saving because me money. Because that L.A. doctor saved your life and deserved every penny. Your face was exploding. 
Dude, you know what's fucked about the way it works is they made me pay for it before they did it. So, like, you saw how much pain I was in. Right. They put the credit card machine, like, right in front of me and was like, yeah. we're going to need you to pay for this up front. So I, only I because no, your life was in danger, though. That's I was all, in, the only reason I why. Was, I was in no state to be like, but you're only... Yeah, because it was either life or death. It was either life or death. You chose life that time. I appreciate it. Dana calling in very much. Yeah, I do too. But I, I don't know. I don't remember. The, I don't remember the word she said. People like right or wrong on these type of call in callers, and I, I'm sorry, Dana, as a medical professional myself. Um, the, the L.A. the L.A. people deserve the money. New York, gonna, you got screwed. I I need to find out what's the word she said. Andrews in Los Angeles should not charge you for a full root canal. They should charge you for what is called a pulpectomy. Uh, Pulpectomy? Yeah, I mean she's she's yanking your chain at this point. I think she works she works at oh, the New God. York place. If Dana's full fake, that's hilarious. She works at the <laughs> New York place. She wants you to get in trouble. You're gonna call the LA place and say, Hey, I want my money back for you guys saving my life. And yeah. they're gonna say, No, 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 we saved your life. Dana's just a sales exec on like Madison Ave or something like that, and she's like, This would be funny. I got time to kill. The Thanks, old- Dana. Pulp back to me. Thank you, Dana, very much. I'll have my person reach out and tell them to go fuck themselves. Wait, hold on. Is there two Dana calls? I think there might be. There's two Dana calls. Okay, Dana called back. Hi, it's the dentist again. Follow up. Um, when you call the endodontist in Los Angeles, you should say that the procedure code is D as in dental, 3221. Again, it's called a pulpectomy or a pulpal debridement, and they should give you money back if you throw around it. Call the endodontist in Los Angeles. You should say that the procedure code is D as in dental, 3221. Again, it's called a pulpectomy or a pulpal debridement, and they should. That was awesome. Okay. I just had to rewind it so I could write it down. D3221, pulpectomy. Thank you, Dana. I appreciate that. Hey, fellas, it's Beckett from North Carolina calling in. I'm wondering um, what Yankees you think, like, like each other the least and, like, what players are best friends. I'm thinking, like, Garrett Cole and Clint Frazier, they have a funny relationship. Clint thinks that they're best friends, but Cole hates Clint. So let me know what you guys think. Take it easy. Oh, man, Cole's not going to like Clint. Cole, Cole and Trevor Bauer don't get along because Bauer's very, like, I don't know who he is. I'm going to go on his podcast, like, but Bowers, who he's very uh, outspoken, opinionated, probably, I don't know. And Cole, Cole and him don't like each other. I mean, I don't think Cole and Clint will get along. I think it's a good call by who? Who is that? Beckett. What a North Carolina name, Beckett. That's a great, great name. Yeah, I mean, you can't be from Connecticut. Mm, you can't be from New York and be called Beckett. Who Who are the best That's friends a, on the team? Because I think it was CC and Dellen, right? Yeah, they were boys. Um, so yeah, we do need like the genuine who are the genuine best friends on the team now? Glaber and Anduhar. You think so? They they're taking pictures with each other in the DR and stuff. And yeah. They came up together in uh eighteen. They were best friends, yeah. Yeah, Gio's kind of trying to play the big big brother of that crowd. Um I guess LeMayhew and Tanaka, right? Oh no, Tanaka um, and Sevi. Uh, Tanaka and Sevi, yeah. That's a real one. Um, 
Uh, Chapman and Chad Green. Uh, Do you think they've ever, like, shaken hands? Trying to think. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, dude. I mean, all the time. Um, Dude, Chapman intrigues me so much. I I think we might be wrong on the personality that we have built up that Chapman is. Like, he might be a really friendly, nice guy to to his teammates. But I have him just never talking to anyone. (laughs) Like, Like, I have Chad and Chapman barely knowing each other. I think you I think we'd honestly be surprised because dude, I mean the bullpen, like cuz think about it, bench players like play nowadays and with all the injuries we had last year, but like bullpen guys are basically trapped in a small area for 3 hours a night. Yeah. Someone on uh the ba- baseball subreddit said they should make a sitcom called The Pen and it should be just you never actually see like game footage, but it's just the bullpen guys are the characters. You see them off the field every now and then, but it's just okay. based on their conversations that they have in the bullpen and the shit they do to pass the time. It's actually a good good plot for like a mini series or something. Yeah, I'm into it because the the bullpen would end up being the coffee shop from Friends. Exactly. Yes, that's the that's meeting where, spot. That, yeah, that's where the ideas get created, and that's where like like you know, or the bar and always sunny. Yeah, that's not bad. I like that. Um, uh, there's someone on, not my idea. Someone on Reddit did it. So shout out to that guy. I can see Sessa like trying to be friends with Chapman and Chapman's like, I can't do it, man. I like, I appreciate it, but I can't do this. If you, if you, if you walked up to Chapman and told him how long Sessa has been on the Yankees, he'd be like, what? I thought he was last year was his first year. Yeah. And he didn't say that forever. There's a chance he'd say, I don't know who Luis Sessa is. Yeah. Who, who who are the other best friends? I mean, um, D. Rob and Swisher were old best friends. They were really right. close. I'm lost in the bullpen right now. Like you got to figure Britton, Adovino, Chad, um, Canely. Canely's Canely's a lot, man. Canely's a lot. I think the Canely and Talkman posi- friends. Uh, Canely, Talkman, Voight. Like, there's some meat going on there. Who's Gary's best friend? Sevy, I think. But Sevy has Tanaka as well. Gary Sevy, Gary, Gary, Gary. All right, Gary Andujar. Was there another version of that question? They wanted enemies. Who doesn't get along? Yeah. Ah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Phil Nevin and um, Josh Bard. Wow. Bard's gone. Phil Nevin hated him. That's why. Boom. Wow. Tough. Yo, what up, Talking Yanks? It's Cameron from Midtown. Um, I had this, like, really weird revelation, like, when I was listening to you guys just now um, on Talking Baseball. This is, like, one of the weirdest ideas. Let's say we're in another universe or something. Um, What if three agents could test out a team for a week if they're, like, highly touted. So, like, you could sign a week contract, you throw one start, and you decide if you want to stay on the team. Such a weird idea. It wouldn't work, of course, but I just want you to hear what you guys think of it. <laughs> Thanks, Cameron, for midtime. It's been a while since Cameron's called in. So, basically, like, a probation period. 
like a like a ten day contract in the NBA for a player with an option to stay. That's what it'd be. It'd be a ten day contract or five day contract with an option, and then like the 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 option is like you know two years, twenty four million or whatever. <laughs> but it's a, it's a it's a five day probation period, one start. What would you even judge it on? Did you like the pitcher? Did you like the catcher? Did you like the analytical approach they gave you beforehand? What would stop a guy from doing this with 20 teams and then just waiting till he was on the team that was going to go to the playoffs automatically? A lot of flaws, obviously. Any positives? Yeah, thanks for calling, Cameron. Great end to a question whenever you say it would never work. Um, it would be funny. How about veterans? Uh, like, say, Todd Frazier, our guy, Tom's Rivers. Tom's Rivers. Um, like, say he was only getting offers from terrible teams. But, like, you know, he's kind of at the part of his career where he wants to be on a good team. Like, if he could sign a half-year contract or something like that. So, like, Todd Frazier could go be on Pittsburgh for half the season. And then he's like, it's open to whoever wants it. It's kind of fun, right? Instead of, like, Pittsburgh being able to trade Todd, Todd gets to put himself on the market. Like, right now, the Pittsburgh Pirates are looking to sign either Cameron Mabin, Kevin Pillar, or someone else to play center field. If those guys could sign half-a-season contracts, that way they could control their own destiny a little more. It's a little bit like what Alex Gordon did with the Royals, where they signed him for (laughs) one year. He gets $500,000 if he gets traded halfway through, and he gets control of the trade where he goes you got to play good because you got to be wanted retweet this will never work okay next on the table boys tom from Dutchess county new york long time listener first time caller i just wanted to say thank you thank you thank you thank you and you guys are doing such a good job Great job with everything that you do, and congratulations on the new office. Keep up the great work. You guys have reinvigorated me as a fan in the Yankees last year. I went to more games than I ever have, and this year I bought season tickets. So thank you, and keep up the good work. Have a good one. Well, thank you. Thank you, Tom. And let us know who your ticket rep was because we get a cut, I think. Cool. Right. Okay, that dude only bought season tickets because we reinvigorated his love for baseball and the Yankees. Without us, you would have never made that sale. We get 1%. That's all, Jake, just 1%. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, Okay. Yeah, I think we'd have to talk around a little bit, but yeah, cool. Anyone else that bought a season ticket package because we reinvigorated your love for the Yankees, let us know. We'll just be collecting all our 1%. We had a ticket rep come to the office today. I have to talk to you about that. Nice. He said, uh, I'll give you a ticket to every single game for free. I said, no, dude. Sounds like that's the lie part. That's the part where you lie. TD, what's up, brother? Since we've only got a few weeks left in the offseason, I want to take a dive, if I may, inside that beautiful bad brain of yours. Jim's told us how he breaks or how he creates his breakdowns. So what I want to know is how or what your creative process is like, if you can call it that for putting those sweet Jakey Burns together. Mm. You taking notes during the game? You methodical? You more of a natural? Do you improv? 
Where do you get the inspiration for your material? The people want to know. Oh, and watch out for in your ear, Bregman. Wow. Wow. Uh, TD. TD putting that dick in Bregman's ears. Damn. Jake. Yeah. How do you write your burns? Like, I know that you don't really have an answer for this because it's just kind of like your brain's wired to write those burns. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I feel like it's normally hunting out the one thing that needs to happen. Um, if there's a big home run that game, if there's, um, you know, what, what's the highlight? Is it, you know, did Tanaka shove? Cause then I'm probably going to bury that with some of the little stuff and then bam, land a big tank line. Um, or, uh, you, you know, and I, uh, I like to build on kind of the biggest moment and have that be the highlight and then kind of work backwards from there. I, I think that's kind of the approach. Um, or, you know, if Dylan Bundy's on the mound, I mean, Ted Bundy, boom, serial killer jokes. Let's go. I think people would be interested to know that you write them and you compose a new email on Gmail. Yeah. And that's where you write your notes. I love how much you like that. Yeah. It's because it's so weird. Like there's a notepad app. But nope. No, but I I save them, and you like that part of it, but you forget that part every time. Well, you can save them on a Notepad app too. I'm gonna save that many Notepad apps, bro. I have, I have tons. Yeah. How many? How you many? Got one for two burns a week. Let's see. How many notes do I have? Uh, I have currently forty three on my phone. And on the computer, uh, I mean, I, that's I can't count all that. I don't know, probably another forty. Yeah, I mean, that's two a week during the season. Every playoff game for the past two years, got to put in a nice tidy email. Yeah, and uh, and you mostly use like ESPN's game log, right? To like remind you, like he was like, do you write them down during the game? But no, it's at the end because you wait no. for the you wait for the third game of the series to be finished before you write one and two. Yeah, and uh, people always get excited like when it's the like that Twins game last year that's 13 to 11 or whatever. They're like this is going to be a great burn. No, like the ideal burn game is like 3 to 1. That yeah, way you get too much scoring. For, no, but that, that was way, a great burn. Uh, I mean, when the people need it, the people need it, Jim, but Buckle up. Yeah. That was that. Oh one. yeah, that was, I think I almost fainted that one. Yeah. yeah that was a good burn. Um so yeah, ideal burns like a four to one. Someone shoves, and then you get one miscellaneous highlight. Miscellaneous. What was what number of voicemail was that? Do you remember? No idea. Okay. Well, here's number eleven. Hey, fellas, Scott here from Milwaukee. I uh, really just wanted to make a comment. Congratulations on everything, and uh, on. Uh, Everything with talking baseball and all that. Keep it up. Um, wanted to just mention quick. Uh, so Milwaukee, the uh, the Brewers uh, are hosting the Yankees for the first time in six years, uh, ever since two years last year. Now here mid-May, just after we uh, the Yanks visit Houston. Um, just suggesting that you do a live show here in Milwaukee. Maybe you could do a, a show at uh, Broken Bat, seeing Jimmy in the, uh, the sweatshirt on occasion. So I guess he knows what that is. Um, but a lot of great breweries. You can do the Miller Brewery, brewery Tour and all that and uh, take in some Milwaukee, take in some, uh, 
some tailgates here at Miller Park. So uh, just hoping you consider it and uh, all that. Go Yanks. Should we go to Milwaukee? Don't we kind of have that as maybe a plan? Yeah, I think it like it, we're dumb if we don't do it at this point because um, we're uh, the the Brewers are allies in the John Boy Force. So we uh, yeah, we should be there. I've never been to beautiful Milwaukee, so I, I, that'd be a blast. Yeah, so good call, uh, Scott, because yeah, it was kind of on our mind before you even did it. Georgia might on our be, mind. Might, might be packing up and going to Milwaukee. Sliding down the slide. Racing Love like it. sausages. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That would that'd be very cool. Do you think you'd win? No. I'm uh I mean I could, but I'm a noble man and I think I'd I'd give you another win. I gotta keep that ego pretty fluffed, you know. I wouldn't even care about winning, I'd just try to knock you over. Yeah, I mean that's impossible. Um can't can't touch what you can't see so so now you're going fast i thought you were going to go slow to let me win and then oh i mean i'm over. running laps around you but i'm letting you get the victory oh thank you that's awesome yeah it's part of my autobiography putting from the rough i've Jack got a couple story, out story how many autobiographies are you going to think you're going to sell a lot yeah a that's, lot i mean that's a good call i'm just going to release a new one under a different title every year same exact thing, but jumble the chapters. Yeah, uh, that's kind of how my brain works. Yeah, that's great. Hey, Hugh here. I'm wondering who you guys are most excited to see, and who you're most, and who you have the most expectations for 2020 spring ta- training. Thanks. Uh, I think expectations for the season. Judge call. I'll go judge and call. What's Those the question? My, who are we most excited to see at spring training? And then who do, who do we have the highest expectations for? And I'm guessing he doesn't mean like expectations in spring. He means who do we have the most expectations for going into the season? Easy call and judge answer for me. Very yeah. cookie cutter answer, but that's what who I have the highest expectations for. Yeah, I, I don't know if they were talking baseball or like coming on talking Yanks or what. Um, oh. God. I don't know either. Well, I'm excited to see Wade, obviously, because it's right. the Tyler Wade parade, spring training. It's what he does. He's it's our be year. playing every position. It's, it's I saw you tweet that at him. Sorry. It's, it's our year. I've I've never been more confident of anything. Uh excited to see Tyler. Um excited to see our new friend Giancarlo. That'll be cool. Giancarlo. Uh, Josh Tolley, the minor league yeah. catcher that just signed. This this might be a flashback for some talking Yanks fans. This, they might like this. If you'll recall, uh, what a couple years ago now, a year and a half, uh, Greg Bird reached out, Sir Gregory Paul Bird, and was like, "Hey, you want to you want to come to the cages?" <laughs> we were like, "Ah, yeah, dude." Uh, so we went, and it was Greg Bird, and I think we told you guys there was another. MLB guy there is Josh Tolley, uh, former R.A. Dickey's personal catcher. Um, so excited to, A, just talk about that with him. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Who else are we excited to see at spring training? I mean, expectations, yeah, all the guys to be good. Um, Brian Hoke? I guess if and- Andujar could be fun if they're moving him around and he's healthy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Lemayhew up 
up to all his antics. Lindsay Adler. Hoke, Adler, uh, no Coley Harvey, thank God. Um, Sterling in a uh, woman's sweatsuit. Jack Curry. Hey, guys. It's... I didn't mean to play that. Michael K. maybe. Maybe. We might see him. I don't know. All right, now I'm going to play it for real. Hey, guys. It's James Esposito from Pennsylvania. I was wondering if you have a favorite kind of cereal. Then that get more controversial. Do you guys pour your milk in first? And then the cereal, or do you put in your cereal first, then pour milk on top of that? Love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. I mean, I, I hope we don't differ on the second one. I'll be very upset. Thank you, James Espo, who I believe is a patron in, in the chat right now. Uh, we'll pause the favorite cereal because, I mean. It's cereal first because neither yeah, of us have murdered it. anyone. Okay, thank God. Yeah. It's like, how would you do that? Why would you do the milk first? Why would you guess that? Every time. Why would it be an option in your brain? Yeah. If if you do that, I'm sorry for you. I love cereal. I can't really do milk anymore, so we got to do almond milk or oat milk or whatever the hell mm. Katie buys. When I was a kid, I just used to eat cereal by the bucket load. Yeah. If I buy a box of cereal, it's gone in one sitting, and there's nothing I can do about it. Yep. Um, so I don't really buy it for that reason anymore. As I've grown up, I, I like uh, like I like kind of the boring cereals. I like Life is my favorite cereal. It's yeah, so boring, but I love it. Uh, you're underplaying Life. I mean, Life has a, a sincere sweetness to it. I mean, it's not over the top Lucky Charms type shit, but it's yeah, it's, it's not candy. Sweet. No, but it's sweet. Yeah, Katie likes Lucky Charms though. I mean, I mean, Lucky Charms is good. As a kid, yeah. I like the Reese's Puffs. Yeah, I mean, different different people enjoy cereal differently. Um, it it kind of depends what you're in for. Um, I, uh, like you said, devour cereal. Since I started living on my own, I've, I've, I've prevented myself from buying cereal because I can't. Um, zero self control. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, I started buying granola cereal just to eat it as granola, and I had to stop doing that because I was just yeah. eating that. Um, I, I have, I have one good cereal anecdote. Um, when Apple Jacks started coming out with the, I think they were traditionally orange and they started coming out with the, a little bit of green, like it'd be the orange and green Apple Jacks. I thought that's what they always was. No, they weren't always that way. They used to just be one color. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, when I used to eat those, I would always eat all of the orange and then I would eat all of the green ones. Yeah. You got a little autism in you. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Um, <laughs> can imagine you like one, one green one keeps getting on your spoon when you're not eating. Oh, green yeah. Ones yet. It's gone. Out of with... there. Reset. Reset the defense. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, high school Jake. Yeah, I mean, I could have entered contests. <laughs> I used to uh, like. Well, I didn't like a lot of foods. I was picky when I was a kid. So if I didn't like dinner, I just get a bowl of cereal. Like I was right. almost like, I don't care. Just go get a bowl of cereal and eat that for dinner. Then, and I just would crush like a box cereal. Yeah, I was. I think I was three in the morning, and then three like after soccer practice. It's gross. <laughs> It's real gross. All right. Good question, five, James. Five four two hundred. Woo. Yeah. 
Hey there, John Boy and the forever beautiful Jake Storielli. This is Kristoff coming at you from Casco. There's a lot swirling about Eel Arenado, that guy that plays third base up in the mountains. What do you think about that? Do you think he makes any sense for the Yankees? I mean, there's a lot to consider. Geo, Andahar, payroll, and signing guys like Judge Gary and Sevy long term. Let me know your thoughts. Thanks for doing what you do. Stay beautiful. Go Yanks. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's great. Uh, thank you very much for calling in, Kristoff. It was a hell of a call. Stay beautiful. Keep doing what you do. Yeah. What was the question? I was too enamored with the way he was delivering it. It's Arenado. Um, and it was, it was funny. I saw someone on Yankees Twitter did like a full diagnosis of what <laughs> – what next year's payroll would look like with Arenado. And they were like, they were, I, I think Canely got traded and then Anduhar was traded for sure. And then uh, the people they were letting come and go and they're like, yeah, I think, okay, Chad Green, he's probably gone. And they were like axing half, half the roster. This wasn't people who were in the trade. It was people they were getting rid of after the trade next year, just for cap reasons. Um, so, uh, with that being said, guys, if somehow Nolan Arenado ends up on the Yankees, awesome. Likelihood, almost zero. Um, he has a big contract that still has an opt-out, so I feel like there's risk if you're the team bringing him in. Are you paying for eight years of Arenado, or are you paying for two? Um, but also, uh, the Yankees would have to shuffle some money. I think next year is the year they have to get under the cap, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah. If they if they want, they can blow it and pay a ton of money. But yeah, otherwise it's a third year over. Which I means- don't think any team in Major League Baseball has done that yet. So I'm not. It yeah. don't hold. Don't hold your breath on that. Never. Uh, and everyone's missing. You know, everyone's package so far of. Uh, guess what the the Gio Urshela, Andujar, and Clint package. That's not getting it done, people. I got some bad news for you. Where are you going to play two of those guys in the National League? Didn't didn't the Rockies have a terrible outfield defense last year? You were shocked. You were blown away at how bad their outfield defense was. Last year, right? It was awful. Yeah. So Clint fits right in. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's on brand for them. Um, No, this is what we like. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, where are you going to, and if you're trading them or Shella, where are you going to play Anduhar, by the way? Um, they had us trading Geo and Urshela. I mean, yeah. Geo and Anduhar. And Anduhar. That's the popular, yeah. Well, that's not. Ah, oh, whatever, dude. I mean, we're going to send them everyone package, we have that has half a value right now for Arenado? Well, exactly. Exactly. Um, we'd have to take on a lot of money. Like, uh, if if they were like, "Well, look at the Stanton contract," we sent them Starlin Castro and two nobodies. Hap would maybe. have to be gone, and we're fine with that. We shrug if it brings Aaron out, but it's right. most likely exactly. not going to happen. You're, you're, we're fucking ecstatic if it's some if somehow Arenado ends up on the Yankees, we are ecstatic. But to get there, um, a you probably have to move Jay Hap, which again at this point you almost have to move money off of or you either have to eat it or in the Arenado trade, you're adding more prospects to the package everyone's dreaming of that has no value currently. Um, I mean, it would, it would be empty the cupboards. It's, it's everyone. It's, uh, it's Davey. It's 
um, Anduhar. It's the low play, value I mean, gang is pretty cool. Low value gang is in there because the Rockies are saying, yeah, throw those guys in the deal. Um, I mean, get all the names we like Brooks Kriski. Um, who's that guy on top of our charts? Now I keep blanking on his name. Um, it is Clark Schmidt, Clark Schmidt. I mean, it's everyone like who, who knows? Um, hell throat. No, I don't know. No, it's not happening next. Next. You see that Tom Brady's might be leaving the Patriots because he posted a message of him in black on Twitter and then also bought a house in Las Vegas thoughts. Cool. Um, let's see what happens. Good thoughts. Well, like up, Las Vegas, like Nashville. In. Uh, shout out to Bubak, ED, the rest of the, the rest of the chat. Um, anyways, question for you guys. How are y'all adjusting to this, uh, you know, much more public visible life? Um, Jimmy, I know, you know, you getting that talking or just talking show back up, you know, you're, your life's pretty pretty visible right now, so I want to know how that adjustment's been for you the past year. All right, I'll hang up and listen. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Artie. Uh, today we today I went to Billy's, or it was yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, and uh, on the walk back from Billy's to the office, kid said, "Oh, hey, John boy." I said, "Hey." I shook his hand. So that's different. That wasn't happening last year. How was the handshake? Good. Good. Felt fine about it. He DM'd me after, said nice meeting you. I said, Cool, nice. Nice. And then uh and then uh, I was walking outside of the building today that our office is in and kid in the lobby said, Hey, are you John Boy? And I said, Yeah. He said, Oh, nice to meet you. And I said, Nice to meet you too. So that didn't happen last year. So that I mean it's really not that crazy. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice when people say hi. I like that. I uh today I had a guy in my building. We we talked for a second and he paused and we've we've probably exchanged pleasantries for I mean 2 years now. And then he goes, "Hey, what do you do?" And I was like, "Wow, that's a great question." So, yeah, it's uh it's taken its toll on me. What's your what was your answer? I told him, started as a side hobby, Yankees baseball, baseball, YouTube, media, uh, millennial type stuff, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Did he like it or did he just leave? He's like, I don't care. He kind of liked it. He wants to do some cooking content. So I was like, hey, if you ever want to talk about it, let me know. And also subscribe to uh, John Boy Cooks on YouTube. It's my cooking Jumbo channel. Cooks. I got to cook soon, but got nothing to cook. I'm going to Savannah. Savannah. Some good cooking breakdowns on there, though. Two. Two good ones so far. What are you, what are you most excited to do in Savannah? You. Don't care what Katie wants to do at all. Get a massage. Katie booked massages for us. Nice. Oh, it's easy. Easy. Savannah. Um, I don't know. Katie like booked everything for every day. I think we got, you know, a lot of shit we're doing. Cool. Probably a lot of walking. Maybe I'll sit on the first gump gump bench. Ooh. It sounds like something I would be interested in. History. 
We're probably doing like a true crime tour like, or a ghost tour. Katie likes that stuff. Ghost tour. I think I heard about the ghost tour. Yeah. yeah. Savannah. All right. Last and final call. Hey, fellas. It's Boobock. Um, two things here. One, yes, I really am running snow plow. Kind of my job. Maintenance guy. That's what I do. Uh, two, I did not have to Google the accent of a resume. I am a genius. <laughs> Probably didn't know that. Sorry. I don't come off that way. Um, <laughs> but uh, my question, I got two questions here. One, Jake, is there anybody on this current Yankees team that you would like to do a, um, you know, kind of team up with and do your, your a gym dance with? Who would you choose? Mm. Um, what music would you dance to? And then my second question is, Jake, we've seen the cutoff shirt uh, numerous times. Everybody wants to know is when are you going to pull out the jorts? Mm. So let us know because I know the entire world is just dying to know when the jorts are going to come out. So. Have fun, fellas. Uh, you know, go Yanks. We're almost there. Go Yanks. Let's go. We're almost there. There's some people listening to this episode, uh, and thank you to everyone who called in with a voicemail. We'll get to the boobock, but there's some people listening to this episode thinking, did they talk about baseball at all? Yeah. And they're like, yes, spring training can't come soon enough. And yeah. the nonsense. But we're, let's dive into that nonsense. point. Uh, Jake. Our mutual good friend Jeff Kraus is a jean yeah. short is a jean short enthusiast. I think he only wears them, and yeah. we've worn jean shorts with Kraus at the Gay Rodeo in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, do you think you'll ever be a jean short out and about guy? They're not. It's not. It's not name. mine to be had. It's not mine to be had. I have a pair of jean shorts, um, and I'm not shy to wear them. There was there was a. I think it was end of summer. I think baseball season was rolling and I think I mentally was just shot and like the, the wheels were falling off. Like baseball, you hear baseball players at the end of season. It's like, ah, everyone's nicked up at this point. You hurt or you're injured. That was kind of us, but like mentally, uh, and our bodies a little bit, I guess, uh, jorts ended up like in my rotation for like three weeks. And I, I think me, me and the, my girlfriend were both like this, this can't, we, we can't lean into this fully. Um, and it's just not, not mine to be had. Um, our, our, our friend Jeff does execute them. Jeff was really happy. We, I opened up the, uh, <laughs> the softball video Avicii was playing in the background. And I said, Ed Vici. And that's actually one of his jokes, which is a little bit of stolen valor. Wow. Uh, was he mad he was, at you? No, he was elated. He was he was happy to hear it. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, I was thinking about the half shirts today. I gotta drop ten um before before the baseball season starts. Um I got very sad today because I also need to drop ten when we're go to spring training and it's and like Savannah and it's t shirt weather. I hate t shirt weather. Yeah. So that's um yeah, I mean my my bigger thing is I I was looking at dude, even our winter meeting stuff. Like you could tell I've put on a little beef and it makes sense. I mean, it's early December, holidays and all of that. 
Uh, so yeah, I've, I've got to drop 10 before the season starts and we're going to have like cameras rolling and shit in the office every day. Um, but yeah, I'd like to institute, and I mean, it would be a follow-up on a, on an earlier in life dream, but we, uh, at my high school, we, we tried starting half shirt Fridays. Um, and the, the school faculty came down on us. Um, oh, the North, we, we did not. Uh, a couple of our males in our class didn't like how much skin the high school girls got to show mid drift and all of that. So uh, a bunch of guys started half shirt Fridays and that was shut down the first Friday we tried. Um, but there's pictures and there's memories and there's heart. And I, uh, uh, there's a chance I could bring that to the office place. So we'll, we'll see. Good for you, Jake. Thank you. You know, you're a hero to a lot of people out there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I don't know. May, yeah, heroes loosely used there. What, what was uh, Bubak's other question? I feel like there's a lot going on in there. Usually is in a Bubak call. Anybody on the Yanks that you would want to dance with? You, you Jake used Ooh. to do these dance uh, movie music Mondays on on Instagram and it was just, you know, violently sexual dancing in the gym. And I think, yeah, it's a great question. Which Yankee would you want to make a violently sexual dance video with? Yeah. So there's a couple things in play here, right? Um, there's obviously the Tyler Wade factor. Um, you know, we could basically do a whole twinning video. Um, you know, I think, uh, me and Tyler should get haircuts together. I think that'd be good content, but he'd dance with me. He'd execute, um, I think you got to think one of the Latin guys, um, uh, baby Glaby. He might be a little too young for my type of sexuality. Um, God, I feel like Didi could have leaned into it. Uh, if you get Guardy on the right day, I think he'd buy in. No, it's um, a hard yeah. no. That's a hard no. Yeah. Um, God, I don't. Do the Yankees have a designated dance guy like Canely? Canely would sign up, and it'd be too. It'd be like, hey, let's let's reel it in. Like you're you've gone too far away from my dancing roots. Mm. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think. I'm coming up empty. Could be Papa Anduhar. You know, it is. It's Sessa again. It's Sessa. Sessa, I was putting out Sessa vibes at winter meetings. Um, the other, honestly, who it probably is, who me and him have this weird spiritual connection, it's me and Gio Urshela. We're both third basemen. We're both goalkeepers. Um, we wildly, have the same both, birthday. Both wildly talented at both. Yeah, uh, same birthday. Um, I think we both have decent-sized ears. Um it's it's spooky. If Tyler Wade wasn't on the team, everyone would be like, yo, you and Geo. But uh, everyone's like, oh, you and Tyler Wade. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just weird because all I ever get is CC Sabathia comparisons. Well, you were getting Dono. You were getting <laughs> Dono. That's that is awesome, dude. That yeah. is that's every guy's dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a different kind of sexual with Dono, but. That's we, that. Nope. It's great. Dono's do your we, dancing partner. Do we know? We still have no word if he's in the dugout, right? He's your dancing partner, and that's all I know. We'll have to find out next episode. Is that's Dono the, be... the going back to what I'm looking for in spring training? Is Dono in the dugout? Because that has a yeah. big effect on my season. Yes. Okay. 
Good to know. Thank you guys for listening and hanging out with us. This was the voicemail episode of talk. A lot of baseball talk. Some 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 endodontist uh, advice. D three two two one code. Gonna go get myself some money back and spend it in Savannah. Everyone have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday night for the live show. It'll be released on Tuesday, and we'll see you then. Go Yanks! Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.